I saw these kids, uh, like, you know, you know those like little white piece of shit flowers that are in your lawn. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, not the ones that blow in the wind and become little spores. I'm talking about like the candy lions, but not them. I'm talking about like the little shitty white ones. Like, so there's bees, you know, and they're like playing with the bees. And I was thinking about whenever I was a kid, me and my little brother, because I used to think bees were cute, right? Me and my little brother would catch them in a cup, and then we had this like transparent translucent hot wheels case like it was like a okay, three yes, by like nine case. yeah okay so and it was double-sided so we caught a fuck ton of bees and i wanted to have a bee hotel <laughs> so i we would catch Whoa. these bees and put them in there we got stung so much by the way stung so much but i made this bee hotel i was too young to understand that bees needed air and food and and like other things probably so really it was more like auschwitz <laughs> i was thinking more like a bee cemetery like you were preemptively sealing them away yeah well and then so they obviously all died like the very next day and i was i was distraught but we kept trying so i probably single-handedly <laughs> caused the the bee shortage that we have the, like to this day yeah i probably decimated one whole colony i don't know man there's a lot of bees I don't know if you can really capture that many bees of the decimated colony because, like, there's like a million something bees in one hive. I'm just thinking about jackass now. They have a lot of, a lot of terrible Bee things related. Bees. Yeah. Well, I'm scared of limos because they had one where they were like, you're, "You guys are going to a photo shoot," and they drove to this big empty parking lot, and they didn't know anything was going wrong, even though they were in a big empty parking lot. And uh, they ran up with a whole hive of bees and put it in the sunroof. <laughs> And then and then put a bunch of marbles in front of the door, so when they got out, they would trip on the marbles. <laughs> <laughs> the marbles is just like the, the the chef's kiss. That is like the bee thing is like good, but the marbles on the ground, <laughs> they seem like a wily e. coyote type of situation. It's so funny because you wouldn't think if there's enough marbles, you are gonna fall down. Like especially when you're running away from. You know, a hive of bees. Yeah, that'd be so painful. Like that many little glass orbs being embedded in your spine <laughs> as you fall on them on the concrete. Oh my god! This is my new phone. Look at this. It looks like a phone on the web. It does, doesn't it? It is a dark square or not square rectangle. But it's phone shaped. Yeah. It's not one of yeah. the, the flip ones. The Z flips that are square. The, whenever I went in, they were like, "Hey, we only have this in green and black." And I was like, "Black, obviously." And then when he walked off, I was like, "I should have said green." because <laughs> i'm thinking about it doesn't matter now because i had the otterbox case on it but i was yeah. like the one of the things i hate the most about black phones is that they disappear in the dark so it's like they vanish if you don't know yeah. exactly where they're at mine's uh white but my case it has sharks on it my case is separating from itself yeah that's what happened to my old otterbox i had to take it apart i was getting yeah. fucking tired of it there was this one guy because i was like you know give me the otter box and he's like do you want a screen and i was like i don't know and there was like this old construction worker back behind me who doesn't work there but he was like trying to upsell me on the screen he was like look at this i lost my screen now i got a big old scratch on my phone and i was like oh i don't know about that and then we just started talking about the otter box because one time you know i'm in the mail truck i got i had my phone on my lap because you know i'm being irresponsible and texting and sorting mail and stuff and i took a turn like around a corner and it just went off of my lap because my door's open so it's like it just flew out and you know rattled along yeah on the concrete and the otter box was totally fine i was thinking about that today because i was like man should i have gotten that screen 
I don't know. I was going to take, because I was like, I got, I don't have any of my pictures. I need new pictures. So I want the first picture to be of Molly. And I took a picture of her. And the first thing she did was sprint directly at me and then scratch my phone out of my hand. And I was like, oh. Oh! <laughs> like, like I thought, like, it's like, really, the first thing that happens is my phone screen gets scratched. But no, it's fine. Classic. Maybe start the show. In my case, back when I was working like aircraft maintenance, I carry my phone in my pocket. And the one time I broke it, like, so when you climb into the back of the planes, there's like, it's not, a, it's like a waist high wall situation where the floor is almost like nipple height, pretty much. So you have to do nice. like a little push up to like climb in. I hit my cr- like crotch on the, the door frame as I was climbing in and I just like cracked the screen of my phone that way because it hit like right at, you know, crotch level. So I broke a screen that way. But another way I broke it was just dropping it in my kitchen, just like from like waist level, just dropping it straight on the floor. I broke the the back glass of it. Yeah, it's weird that they're all glass all around. That's the first, the very first day that I took the otter box off my old phone. It broke the black, the back glass. The back and I'm glass, like, yeah. what in the fuck? Why would they even have that? Is the purpose of this? It doesn't look to good. To sell otter boxes. <laughs> yeah, I know. To sell cases. But since like I can't bring my phone to work or anything anymore, like I mostly just use my phone at home. I really want to get a stupid novelty case. They used to have one that was just Pikachu and had giant fucking Pikachu ears coming off the top of it. And it barely fit in my pocket. But I thought that was like the best case ever. And I had it for like a year. And it, it was just like a silicone mold. Eventually, one of the ears ripped off and I just had to get over it. But uh, I really love that case. <laughs> I don't I don't want anything. They, they were like, hey, look, you got a little clip for the Autobox. I'm like, no, thank you. Like, But look, you turn it to the oh, side. It's a stand. You can oh. watch YouTube. And I was like. I am interested, but I I don't want this huge fucking clip on the back of my damn phone. I don't know, man. There's something about having um, a giant obnoxious case. It is such a conversation starter because like I'll be at like, I don't know, Squadron PT or something like that. And I'll pull that on my short little gym shorts as a giant Pikachu. And they're like, oh, my God, look at that phone case. Next thing I have a crowd. And they're like, this is incredible. Anyways. Speaking about conversation starters, I have this. So. It's sacred symbols, the some of the merch. There's like there's like a you know those bumper stickers that that are like, you know, George Bush and Osama bin Laden for twenty thirty four presidential election. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh so they have one where it's like Moriarty Ray Gun twenty twenty four. You know what I mean? And it was sitting yeah. on my on my desk and uh I was on like a first date with somebody. They came over and they saw it on my desk and they were like, I, I saw their face. Like, what is that? You know what I mean? Because it looks like a, it looks like a Trump sticker a little bit. So uh, they thought I had a Trump sticker just chilling on my desk as like a statement or something. <laughs> a statement to anyone you bring back to the house. Yeah, it's right here. That's the only reason why I'm thinking about it. Anyway, start the you're show. walking down the street. <laughs> you're walking down the street literally before the pod. Me, my daughter, and my wife, and Arthur. Well, he wasn't walking. He was being carried because he's a baby little baby boy but we saw someone had a flag hanging from them and my daughter was like oh is that a trump flag and we looked at it and it's a taylor swift flag (laughs) that (laughs) looks like (laughs) but it was (laughs) and it wasn't the right colors it wasn't like the bright red republican red or whatever but it was still like the same font i guess and i'm like yeah i can kind of see it Stupid. I see you you'd be surprised there's a million people with like in their garages just a bunch of like you know the don't don't step snake whatever flag yeah, don't, and, don't step on snake do not yeah. the snake and i love that just do it and he's got like a ball gag <laughs> i love all the variations uh, no steppy snake all right what are we can start this 
Hello and welcome to Gaming Together. Another one I see a lot in San Antonio is the oh stupid common, the come and take it one with the little cannon. Oh yeah. I yeah. see that on cars all the time. I'm just like, God, yeah. people are so fucking know. cringe. I don't know what that's from. Is that from like the Alamo or something like that? Come and take it? I don't know. It just sounds like a fucking one liner from the Matrix or something. Go. Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nate. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener, if this game is the criminal of the criminal cove or something better off playing solo. You know, Nate, I feel like, I don't know if we're going to leave in that previous segment, but I think we've outed ourselves as not being knowledgeable about American culture. <laughs> yeah, I'm not knowledgeable about culture at all. Yeah, but hey, I can Nate. tell you about VTubers, though. Oh, God. Which, uh, dear listener at home, you probably noticed my sound quality is not what it usually is. And Nave is sounding actually really well today. He's sounding great. Dude, we had so many fucking problems. No, I mean, yeah, we just had problems. This is day two of us trying to record this episode. Uh, I'm currently on vacation in Oklahoma. So I'm working out of, you know, there's a Burger King uh, Africa situation. It was like, uh, you know, all the people who go on vacation, the first state they think of, Oklahoma. Yeah. He is not Which, visiting me, though. No, I mean, I was like, hey, Nave, you want to come over and hang out? And he's like, two hours to come see you. And I'm like, Nave, I am serving our country. I'm <laughs> so am I. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I only go on vacation a month out of the year. <laughs> you can't come drive two hours to see me. Anyway, I lost oh, my phone. I don't remember what yeah. the fuck we were just talking about, but I lost oh, my phone. Yeah. Not to extend phone talk because I'm leaving most of that in probably. Oh god! I went drinking. This is your first episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend just came and went to date the podcast and fucking i it's like the worst thing so i lost my wallet and my phone philip both the double yeah the you double in two different wait, places wait was it a did you have the double case where your phone is your wallet no which is I why i don't idea. like those yeah it seems like a little, it's like how do you lose everything important to you in one fell swoop the only thing that'd be yeah. worse is if it attaches your car keys to it too you know what i mean <laughs> well no some people use their phone to unlock their car now or they have like the cards for like the i know tesla has like credit cards that unlock the car dude i'm not i'm not subscribing to any of that shit until we get the chip in the hand and i get to fucking force wave oh, open the door I, mean, I think you can already do that people like um They'll take the smart chips out of their credit cards and put it in like a ring, so then they can just like knuckle touch the scanner and like the gas pump and stuff. Just fucking fist bump the like, yeah, and then... you fist bump it and it, it picks it up. That's kind of scary, actually. I take it back. Um, I lost my phone. I went drinking with some people like downtown in Oklahoma City on Memorial Day, which sounds like a good time. I I dropped my phone at some point in like the walk between like places, and then I left my wallet at the bar. Thank God. And so, you know, wallet was there. I had like two dollars in it, so that was still in there. They were probably like, "Poor son of a bitch." <laughs> You're too poor to be robbed. Yeah, and the thing is that I wasn't that drunk because I was the designated driver. So I don't know what the fuck happened. I was just distracted by the fucking wrangling all my fucking idiot friends. And so I was like, "All right, well, you know, this is what happens. This is what happens to good people." But anyways, my phone was a, a Galaxy S9. It's 2023, and I was rocking the S9, and so that thing kind of ran like a playstation 3 ever use a playstation 3 store like yeah. the online it's fucking terrible the infrastructure was bad that, that's how my shit ran and i didn't really notice because i was just like oh this is just how technology is it's slow and annoying but i plugged no, it's my it's i got a uh, i got a samsung galaxy at 23 now i don't oh think God. it's numerical i don't think they went from <laughs> 9 to 23 i think they just started Actually, doing I'm pretty sure the Madden did, thing i don't keep up on the galaxies though well that would be convenient if they got to 23 on 2023 because I didn't get my phone in 2009, I don't think. 
<laughs> like mm. it's old, but it's not that old. Uh, what was I just saying? I got this new phone. I plugged it into my fucking car because it has like the app, like you know, it's car play. It plays your music and shit. Instantly starts playing my music, and I'm like, normally that takes like five minutes. Normally I'm halfway to my destination <laughs> by the time my fucking music starts playing. It's so fast, but it's so empty. Like all of the so everyone who listens to the show, they know that I make the thumbnails. I put my dog in every single ep- every single episode's thumbnail. I lost all my dog pictures. I had like oh, two hundred no. dog pictures that I was flipping through. I lost them all, so I'm just gonna have to like go through my Instagram and screenshot some more. And I took some more pictures of Molly. I think I I think I talked about how earlier my first picture on the phone is of Molly, and it was super blurry because she was running at me like a bullet because I just got home. And Phil was like, "Ooh, Android phone quality, am I right?" Because he's an <laughs> Apple dickhead. By the way, yeah. look, what? I found my oh, iPad. You? Oh, you have an iPad? Yeah, I found my iPad. Oh, but- nice. I don't know if I told this story, but I I don't know. Oh, I watched porn for a little bit. I was like, that's pretty cool. And now I'm like, I think because when we're using doing Zencaster, uh, it's very dark because we we Philip blacked out the notes and Zencaster's on like perpetual dark mode, which thank God, good on the eyes. But I don't have like a ring light, so I'm I am also in darkness. I look like an unlockable character in a fucking fighting game. Yeah. And so I figured that if we're if we have a guest, I can put my notes on here and do all kinds of shit. But I don't know what to do with it yet. What are we hey, talking about? I don't know. We're just kind of bullshitting. But we are a video games podcast, and we are trying to cut out this random bullshit we always do at the, the top of the top of the hour. And this week we're going to be talking about Civ Six. But before we get there, Nave, what have you been playing? Did we talk about the fucking problems we went through, or did we just bring it up? We just glossed I think we just over it. it. Uh, dear listener, we've having terrible problems. Philip's running on his family's Wi-Fi, so not optimized for streaming and stuff. I got throttled for some reason, so my upload speed went from, it's normally like 12 to 20 uploads megabits per second or whatever, and it went to 0.02 for like an entire day, on the day of the recording. Less than one is insane. Like, I didn't even know it went that low. They couldn't, you guys couldn't even hear me speak, apparently. Like, we were trying to record over and over again. And I say you guys because we were supposed to have Aaron from Super Pod Saga. And rest I in peace, Aaron. Message. Okay, yeah. So, rest in peace, Aaron. His, in, his electricity just went out because about 30 minutes before we decided to record, a tree got blown over. I don't know if a bird hit it flying too fast, going <laughs> at it or whatever, but it went and knocked down his fucking power lines. And so he's like, I guess I'll just see you guys when I see you. And I'm just like, damn, dude. This is a cursed-ass episode. It's been a minute since it we had is. a cursed-ass episode. You know, it's crazy. Like, it wasn't until we actually needed to, like, set appointments to record things that all of a sudden it's, like, people start having power outages and things just start failing all the time. Like, I feel like it never really happened like that before. But just didn't notice. It never affected me. I don't, I don't even know what happened yesterday. That's a lie. I just spent fucking 20 minutes talking about what happened to me yesterday. But yesterday was traumatic, so... You know, I didn't think about because I'm like, ah, oh, it's just a phone. Who gives a fuck? I barely even paid attention to that thing anyway. And then I was lying in bed and I had tears in my eyes because I re- realized I'd, I'd lost all those pictures. And then when I got to the place, they were like, hey, it might, you know, it might have backed up. And then the background of my phone is the old background that I had on my old phone. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get my pictures back. No. Oh, man. Which no. is weird because you even pay for like a Google Drive, which I think that includes like the Google Photo Sync thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't use Google Photos. I use Samsung Photos. I don't even know that was a thing. It's it's because it's a Samsung phone. So I'm u- I'm using the default photos, which is Samsung 
photos it's like it's not called samsung photos it's just called gallery but it's like i think google photos is its own thing like oh, google drive really? and google yeah, docs and stuff so i wasn't using that so that thing didn't get backed up which is good because i don't want all my fucking penis pictures on the fucking internet right now that's not what i need not right now all right Nate, <laughs> maybe we'll open the only fans oh yeah uh i just i've been playing torok 2 which is fucking great i never beat this game I'm going to be on a, a specific Nintendo 64-themed podcast probably in the near future to talk about this game. And, wow, this game is kind of hard to play, like, as far as being oriented and stuff. It's, I'm getting the Doom and Wolfenstein and, you know, all these old game, old shooters, uh, like, directional... What I can't find my fucking way is what I'm trying to say. So I've started yeah. to pop, uh, pop into a couple of guides here and there, and the game itself is super fucking fun. So the game got remastered by Night Dive Studios, so everybody needs to go and play it. There's, the, so there's some things that got added to it that improved the experience. Like, you can now vault over, like, chest, like, if you can jump up to your fucking titties, you can vault over the wall. Uh, there's also markers that show you where objectives are, so you don't have to run your face on things. It's, but it's a really cool game. Uh, and and super fun. I probably would recommend playing on the PC though, because mouse and keyboard, you know, those ye old shooters. But the game is totally competent on high sensitivity on the Xbox, and you can even change the field of view. So I was messing with the field of view for a little bit. Uh, I started to get motion sickness. I turned it like the hundred and twenty. Like I was like fish eyes, and I yeah, was like, oh, uh, this game is so fast now. But I am starting to feel woozy. I don't know what the fuck. But, uh, yeah. Ooh, that sounds pretty cool. Torok 2, pretty cool. I've also still been playing Cookie Clicker from when I got bored last episode. Uh, Does it, it turns out. Yes. It's still getting, like, updated and stuff, but I'm pretty sure it has an ending after, like, you know, Years. 17 months of playing the game. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're playing it optimally, which I'm not. Uh, but there is a stock market, and, dude, I fucking i am addicted to this fucking stock market dude <laughs> like i am constantly trading sugar cubes and eggs and shit i'm like like fiending for uh for a, a huge dopamine rush well remember you never lose money until you sell at a loss right i don't know so just hold on i don't hold i on. do not make money i do not diamond make money. hands monkey GameStop. uh tears of the kingdom pretty fun haven't played too much of it. I'm playing Cookie Clicker and Torok, so I'm a little, I'm a little busy. Uh, but Tears of the Kingdom is really cool, and I've just now started fusing stuff and like experimenting with that. I just got. I'm still like in the tutorial zone ish. You know what I mean? I, I'm. I need to go to like the very last thing, but I just started fucking around, like just because you can like get your weapon and like glue another weapon to it and i'm like i've got the double sword and it's like i don't know how this works but it's stronger now uh it's it's really cool i've seen some really cool videos from some of the stuff like one of the more interesting ones i saw was like uh people threw with the giant boomerang and then they would catch it in midair and then hold it like a lawnmower blade and use it to just eviscerate the little moblins they just chop them to pieces with it like a lawnmower and I'm like that's awesome I also saw people talking about like there's already like a meta like machine that's just if you just take um a steering column and two fan blades and put them like a bicycle and then you like from there you can just attach anything you need to the back of it like if you need to transport a Korok or anything like that and it's like the cheapest most efficient transport you can make 
The speedrunners are getting a hold of it already. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. This is turned into a Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts situation where the most efficient thing is literally like a single engine with wings and a claw, and you can complete most (laughs) missions with that. Yeah, but where's the fun in that when you can build a fucking the big O robot? (laughs) (laughs) True, true. What else have you been playing? Or do you got more Tear of the Kingdom talk? No, not really. Uh, I Anna, I turned Anodyne on because I bought Anodyne 2. And I was like, I, 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 you know, I, I don't know why I bought Anodyne 2. Because I knew I hadn't played the first one. And, the, and it seems like a Risk of Rain situation where these two games are very different like styles of games, which I enjoy. Um, just recently, Helldivers got, got the... the playstation showcase whatever helldivers 2 showed up and they also did the risk of rain 2 thing where the first game was like a top-down game and this game's going to be a third-person shooter uh i really like it whenever uh indie games succeed and they're able to like up that budget and stuff uh anodyne 2 just looked like a a playstation 1 nintendo 64 game which has really been like my zone right now i'm really wanting to like kind of tap into that nostalgia since my entire life is like a fucking roller coaster and Anodyne 2 is like a SNES game, in which case, I mean, it's annoying the fucking shit out of me. And so I don't even know if yeah. I'm going to get it through that. Uh, I got to this part where you unlock how to jump, and, and you have to, I had to fucking jump over. I fucking hate 2D platforming. But I had to jump over these two stupid rolling spiky things over this pit and like maneuver around and i'm just so impatient and when you fall when you get hit you fall down and then you spawn at the beginning so you have to start all over and so what i'll do is i'll just fucking try to super meat boy but it doesn't work because it's not the same pattern over and over again it's like they're always in different spots when you respawn got really fucking aggravated i'm pretty sure i got past that part but afterwards, I, I was, like, doing something kind of mundane, like, a little boring. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I could be playing Tears of the Kingdom and Cookie Clicker right now. And so that's what I decided to do before I got roped into Turok 2. Nice. Uh, you know, Anodyne, I own it as well. I remember starting it, but never finishing it. And I saw it's you playing cute. it, and I'm like, what a pull from a game that, that, you know, I assume we both bought 15 years ago. Yeah, I think that's probably the case too. And it's it's weird because it's like it's very it's very cute because like your weapon is a broom and everyone like kind of takes note. Like they're like, oh okay, this guy. All right, well, if you can help, I guess. Um, and it's also like they're like they're, <laughs> like uh, there's this stone that you talk to and it's like you don't talk to it, but you read it and it's like uh, talk to NPCs more than once because they have more things to say and then you can talk to that stone again and then it says, but stones don't because stones don't talk. And, and that's the only one oh, that God. has... And I'm just like, oh, I, I think I'm going to like this game. And then like, you know, three hours later, I'm trapped in a fucking dungeon, but yeah, the it's vibe cute is really little cool. things. I saw something I'd never seen in Stanley Parable for the PC where... The new one I, or like the, the, the older one? I think it's the newer one where yeah, you can probably. go in to the files in it and turn on cheats in like the configuration or something like that. And if you do it, when you start up the game, it puts you into a cheat room and it like locks you in the room and basically <laughs> gives you a big speech about why cheating is bad and devalues <laughs> the game. And I'm like, Oh, I've never seen this interaction before, but I, I thought it was pretty cool. 
It makes you restart the game. Dude, everybody needs to play the Stanley Parable. Not just on PC, because I don't know how you would do that on Xbox, but... I don't know how. That's it. I feel like I've only seen, I don't know, like Xbox play of it. Yeah, that's big depresso mode. Stanley Parable's real quick way to my heart. But uh, what have you been playing? I think we just went through all my games. Uh, okay, so I've been playing Pokemon Scarlet since I'm on the go, and I've been playing games I can play on the go. That's and... the Switch one, right? Yeah, it's Switch. The one that I have? Yeah, it's Scarlet have and Violet. One. You got Wheel Dog, and I got um, Caveman Flintstone's Running Dog, or the dragon that you ride on. Oh, the, the motorcycles? Yeah, the motorcycle dragons. One runs while the other one actually rolls on wheels. Even yeah, though both I got the wheels. motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing that. It's pretty good. Uh, I really enjoy uh, Poison Quagsire opposed to Groundwater Quagsire. Which, for the record, Quagsire's Quagsire is my favorite Pokemon. Uh, in this region, Quagsire is a poison type instead of groundwater. Wait, is Quagsire is the Wobbuffet, right? No, well, he's the he's the other the thing that looks like Wobbuffet, but dumber. <laughs> what? The Wobbuffet's so fucking dumb. Yeah, but Wobbuffet Wobbuffet's like literally this... a punching bag, but upside down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Wobbuffet, uh, the Pokemon's actually his little black tail with eyes, and the rest of it is just, like, an inflated balloon sack. Dude, you did you see that post I put on Instagram, like, forever ago, where it's just, you know, when your Pokemon evolves, it's like, what? Your Pokemon is evolving, but it's just the, it, the whatever Wobbuffet's before, you know what I mean? The pre-evolution of Wobbuffet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, what is that? Why not? And Why not? But it's got this yeah. stupid fucking look on its face, and it just says "what," and it doesn't say the rest. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> oh god, yeah, that's dumb. But uh, Pokemon Scarlet's good. Uh, I'm enjoying it, even though it does run at a solid 18 frames a, a second. If we that. need to do. Can we do a fucking Nuzlocke? You need to look into it. We'll see if we can. That'll be the game that we Nuzlocke. Oh man, that, that feels brutal. But yeah, I'll look into it. It seems long. Uh, are there any? On the Nintendo Plus, you know, Superstars subscription? No, I Pokemon don't think subscription. Uh, like, no, are I don't there think Pokemon there's any Pokemon games. games. Damn them. I think they just added some decent Nintendo 64 games or something like that. Yeah, they just added something. I just can't fucking remember. I never checked. Right. But uh, the next game I, I want to talk about is a tie-in to my backlog buster that I beat this week. I beat Coffee Talk, the first one. It's my 44th game this year. And it's really good, Nave. I know you talk about Valhalla a lot. And playing Coffee Talk makes me want to play Valhalla, even though I haven't played it yet. Yeah, it, I want to play... You want to do a Get Wrecked style fucking... Let's just steal another podcast idea from another better podcast <laughs> than us. Use the same title scheme and everything. Yeah. <laughs> or it's yeah. just like... Or it's just the word spelled normally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, be a good so, April Fool's joke, but yeah, just you play Valhalla, I'll play Coffee Talk. It's really simple, seriously. though. Like, um, I don't even know how to describe Coffee Talk. Like, you can't fail, but you get more content the better you do at mixing drinks. That is like, exactly no how decision. Valhalla is. Like, well, I mean, I guess you could choose to make the drinks poorly, but you're you're making cafe drinks, not alcoholic beverages. So oh, Wait, I think you can fail in Valhalla, actually, because you have to pay your rent. And if you are fucking up the entire time, then you're not going to make enough money to pay the rent. Mm. There's but. no money in this one. 
Instead, yeah. you just listen to lo-fi beats. But I finished the first That's one, nice. and I instantly started up the second one, Coffee Talk 2, Hibiscus and Rainwater or something. I don't know the subtitle. But, uh, man, this one's just more suffering. They added um, a new mechanic where you have to, like, people will forget something's in the bar, in the coffee shop. Like, it'll be like somebody left their wallet, and then you have to remember who came in that day. And you look at the wallet, and you're like, I'm pretty sure it's this guy's wallet. Because so like, was, you don't like want papers, to... please. Kind of, and so then you can guess to give somebody the wallet, and you like just when you hand them their drink, you can hand them the wallet at the same time, and they're like, "Oh man, this is my wallet, thanks, man." And you're like, "Yes, I'm simply one hell of a butler, or whatever, you know." And they're like, "Thank you so much, man." But uh, there's been a couple points where I just forget to give people things, and eventually your character just opens up his junk drawer, and he's like, "Man, what is all this junk?" And he just throws it away. <laughs> like if you miss <laughs> your opportunity to give it to the right person what always sucks too is like uh, you can only give it when you give a drink as well so if uh, like there was a one point where I gave somebody a drink and then I went and I looked in the junk drawer and I'm like oh there's this dude's car keys but I already gave him his drink so I can't give him his car keys and I'm like this sucks like that, that really yeah. sucks Oh, I, but, I like uh, that how I like that it like gets rid of the things as you fail it because yeah. that lets you kind of like rewind like if you're saving like well so enough. Gonna, I don't know you can. Saving. There's save <laughs> slots, so you can have multiple saves. And you right like, no, I missed it. Go back a day. Um, Valhalla is the same way, except you can't save at any time. I think you have to like there are there are moments where uh, Jill goes on break, and then you can save then, and like it ch- it chops the levels up, but um. Oh fuck, dude! I lost what I was gonna say. That's so annoying. Whatever. What were you talking about? I mean, I'm just really enjoyed Coffee Talk, and I'm enjoying the second one. I'm playing it cloud on my phone as well, which is a fantastic way to play it. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good way to play that game. Another thing, like this isn't what I've been playing this week, but I did want to mention, uh, dear listener at home, if you enjoy podcasts and want to listen to a better podcast than ours. Go listen to Dungeon, Dungeons and Daddies. Because oh my God, I was dude. the other morning, <laughs> so like um, I was staying with the in-laws and they live in McAllister and like outside of town and like country road and all that. And so I got Arthur strapped to me and I'm just walking down a country road listening to Dungeons and Daddies. And it was the episode about Ron's childhood. If you remember. Oh, that shit. One. Oh, and what? Where we get to meet his childhood dog, Rogue, and his father and his mother and man, I was crying by the time I got down that country road with how moving that episode was. Dude, it was really good, wasn't it? It's it's it wild, was, the range of that it's show. It's insane how good they are. It's insane how good that show is. But I won't go on too far there. Dear listeners at home, play Coffee Talk, play Pokemon Scarlet, listen to Dungeons and Daddies while you play Pokemon. Dude, not Coffee Talk. twice that fucking show has gotten me crying laughing. Like, I am laughing so hard that tears are forming in my eyes. <laughs> I get that, but then they also literally make me cry tears of sadness out of my eyeballs. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah, sad things happen to good sad people. Things do I don't know if they're happen. good, actually. No, they're, they're all, everyone's <laughs> not very good people, but they don't deserve it. Who's, so you're, you're, you're pretty deep in. Who's your favorite dad now? Do you know who your oh, favorite man. dad was at the beginning and now who, that is, who it is now? Can you compare? Okay, at the beginning, my favorite dad was definitely um, Coach Dad. What's what's his name? Well, fuck, dude. Why'd you put me on the spot? <laughs> I could have told I you if, if you didn't ask. Okay, 
Or there's Ron. There's um, Glenn. There's Glenn. Henry. There's yeah. Um, and the, the one you one. asked me, I can't fucking remember. <laughs> oh man, Daryl. Daryl Wilson. Daryl. Daryl Wilson. Yeah. Put and he there, puts his hands and he out. Yeah. His hand. yeah, it goes very handshake. God, he's my favorite dad, and he's still my favorite dad at this point. Like this is turned into a Dungeons and Daddies fan cast, but oh, uh, I, I loved him. I hated, I've hated Henry this whole time because, like, no, like there will be times where Henry starts talking and I will hit the skip button because I am just so tired of hearing Henry talk. <laughs> even though the problem is, I'm pretty sure he's doing it as a goof. He's trying to be the, the most obnoxious. Dad he will, the yes, group. they're and all like, playing. He's he's killing me with how obnoxious he is to listen to same thing um not the same thing but uh glenn is so stupid especially when he pulls out his human gun (laughs) (laughs) why has no one stopped this guy and then like they finally all get it together and then ron's like guys what if we could just like put more pants on him so that he gets too many pants and then he can't go pee and he pees his pants or something like that (laughs) and i'm like god you guys are killing me it's so funny because it's like i i love <laughs> everything you're describing i love about the characters i i so i'm also the same as you where this character that i liked at the beginning is still the character that i like at the end uh and that's glenn close i fucking love glenn, oh, glenn dude he goes through of the group dude he goes through he goes through the fucking arc dude does he he goes through such he's, a he's stayed true to himself more than any other character well i when i say arc he does go through character development but i'm what i mean is that he is cl- the main character of the show like you it is clear when you're like oh okay uh like this is the goku arc for him you know what i mean it's pretty fucking cool <laughs> i hope that's not like a spoiler this is a fucking dungeons see. and daddy spoil cast though but yeah glenn gloss is fucking awesome and i love henry how obnoxious he is because he makes everyone around him mad at him and so it, it's not that i like what henry's saying it's that i like whatever how everyone reacts to what henry's saying and it and it's fucking great he just says like he's the worst dad even though he tries the hardest to be a good dad out of all the dads but he's the worst god anyways besides that name what did you buy anodyne 2 i talked about that already and i bought warhammer bolt gun bolt gun this was the fps retro game right yeah, it looks fucking hook? great. And now I've been, I've been seeing people play, like I've been seeing gameplay, and everyone's like, oh, this is just as good as it fucking looks. And I'm like, oh, perfect. Bam. Buy it right now. Full price. And I also, you know, I bought my phone and stuff like that. So I'm a little bit in the hole. I didn't know I was going to lose my phone. But, you know, I'm worse in the hole now because I bought fucking Galaxy headphones. <laughs> you know what I'm talking Ooh, about? Like, no, what are Galaxy headphones? Like the, It's like iPod. I, what are they called? iPhones? No, I mean i headphones. What are the iPhones called? Are you talking about iBuds? Is that what they're called? That's terrible. I iBuds. Don't know. No, I don't that's know. probably not it. My daughter has a pair. AirPods. That's it. Yeah, the meme. You know, oh, he's got his AirPods in. Look at he's got his AirPods in. <laughs> oh no! I um, joke all the time. Classic. Uh, <laughs> I got the Galaxy. I got the Galaxy Buds, Galaxy Buds. Pro okay. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and oh, they were like $180. I know we've talked about, okay, this is now product chat or whatever about headphones. We've talked about wireless headbuds before, and you recommended um, um, Raycons. Raycons, yeah. Like, how, how do these compare? I think the Raycons are a little bit more comfortable, but these are already like 
I mean, they're way more expensive, so I don't know if that's coloring the way I think about it, but they are a lot more, like, luxurious, because they, they, there's no physical button, it's touch, so you tap it instead of, like, pushing in a button over and over again, um, so I think that's pretty cool, and, like, I, I used the, but I, I fucked around with the thing, first of all, there's, like, an app, and, like, there's a widget I can just put straight on my phone, and so, yeah. like, I can, like, fuck with the headphones, I don't know if that's just normal for iPhone people, I don't know. But um, uh, it depends. Usually, you need like a third party setup because, like mine, I have a what are they called? The I have a Jabra, which I don't know if you heard of that band or that brand, but those are my headphones that I've used, my wireless ones. Oh yeah, the acid rock band Jabra. There's like a, a noise canceling thing, which is fucking sick. And I was like, I'm just gonna turn on YouTube, then turn the noise canceling on and see what's what. Like turn on YouTube on my Xbox, listening to music on my thing. And it's pretty fucking wild. And then there's the, you know, awareness mode where I can hear shit. And I've never experienced this. I'm pretty sure Raycons have this. And I just had no idea how to turn it on because I didn't have like an app or anything. But it's really weird because like I, if, if you haven't used like wireless he- headphones in the modern day, there is an awareness mode that turns your microphone on and then sounds enter your microphone and play while yeah. your music and shit is playing and it is so weird like i it is reverse noise cancellation it's so fucking strange and i can't wait to do it because one weird thing when i have both headphones in which i usually don't because i i like to hear what the fuck's going on around me and also if both of them die at once then i have to sit in silence with my thoughts and that scares me i would rather never have that happen to me it's like my personal hell uh, i always have like one headphone in but like i i i feel weird when i have two headphones in because i feel like i hear like schizophrenia i hear someone go hey you know because i'm expecting oh yeah i'm like expecting that to happen you know and then i drive off looking like an asshole while an old lady's trying to give me a, a fucking og and e bill or something that's our <laughs> that's where our energy is uh yeah. from in oklahoma but I think that, so if it feels like we've been wandering for a little bit, it's because we're kind of wasting time just in case Aaron gets his power turned back on. And I think that it's on. Waiting for my router if there's any time. Okay, so Aaron's, Aaron is waiting. So you got anything you want to say before, before he's here and ruins the party? I am also on single earbud gang, even though my phone also has the awareness mode or whatever. Jana, she'll just put both earbuds in. And we'll not turn on an awareness mode or whatever. And I'm like, what are you doing? What if you get killed? But uh, <laughs> all the time, then I'll, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I never have both earbuds in at the same time. It's like those TikToks that are like WYD in this situation. And it's a moon crashing into the earth. And you're like, what? <laughs> what do I do? I don't know. The other classic one is though, is like, would you still love me if I was half of an Eggo waffle laying by the trash can? <laughs> Oh my god. Just like, no, I don't want to marry a worm. Are you fucking joking? If I turn into a worm, I hope you stop loving me. Like, move on with your life. Alright. Let's take a quick break and see if we can get Aaron in here. Yeah. You remember what we were talking about before? And we're back. No, I don't. But I do remember um, we went to a Mexican restaurant today, and... <laughs> And my my mom ordered roasted jalapenos. I, I've never had roasted jalapenos before. And she's like, oh, Philip, you know, you ought to have one. And so she gave me, she cut one in half, gave me half of it. I then took that and halved it and gave half to my wife. And then I ate the other half. And of course, I was trying to be tough as I ate it. And I instantly started crying as 
<laughs> it, the inside of my mouth just caught on fire and tears are just streaming out of my face. My face turns bright red and my kids are laughing at me. And I'm like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad at all. And then my oldest, my 15 year old boodles, uh, she's like, oh, you know, I want some. And I'm like, okay. You know, and then Jana gives her half of a half of a half to her. She eats it, chews it for like two seconds, and then spits it out and starts like scraping her tongue with like a paper towel, trying to get it off, and then runs to the bathroom. And we don't see her for, you know, like 10 minutes. She comes back and she can't even eat her food that she ordered because it messed her up that bad. And it wasn't that bad. So I've still got like tears coming down my face and I just eat my nachos as I cry. Dude, I went to eat Thai food. You you, you remember Mason from Boy Scouts? Yeah. Uh, not important to the story, only important for Philip. But, uh, you know, he was sitting across from me and we both got this like, it's like Bangkok fried rice, like chicken with a whole bunch of shit in it. It's delicious, dude. But he was like, I want the, I want the extra spice. I want the extra oh, spice. No. And so, because he's like, oh, I love spicy food. And he gets, like, maybe an eighth through. And he's like, this is pretty hot. Like, it's like to the point where he can't speak anymore. He's like, this is pretty hot. <laughs> and, like, and I I can just smell it. And it's, like, ruining my experience. You know what I mean? I'm like, It's, like, opened my nostrils up wider than they've ever been opened before. I'm, like, starting to have a runny nose. And it's he's sitting across the table from me. I can't well, handle like, spice at all. Yeah, me either. And I thought this was like a chili relleno situation where you just eat the pepper. But no, like they're like, oh, you're you're supposed to put it like on your food. You're supposed to like eat it with your food. You're not supposed to just eat, you know, half a half a jalapeno. So yeah, you know, evolution evolution tried to teach us that we weren't supposed to eat those things. Oh, but uh, dear listener, we're back. I guess. Uh, Aaron's not going to make it. Apparently, his internet's still down, even though his power has been returned. So rest in peace, Aaron, again. R.I.P. in peace. For real this time. Uh, but we're back. At this point, I want to thank our patrons. Thanks, Insane Cracker, Nick and Nighthawk, Hulk, Michael Superbacker, and the Interlect Pinecone. With your support, we can work on our side shows, which we seem to be taking another week off of because I'm not in town. Kind of hard when uh, you're on Nate. vacation. Also, uh, go give us go give us some ratings, some reviews. We'll read the reviews on online. We'll read them on air even we'll do all the things that you guys need to do we were featured on another list listicle on good pods yeah so we're in two i forgot to put that in the news too we were in two little articles now that's pretty cool one from jordan on uh complete xbox.uk and then now on good pods because they interviewed aaron (laughs) the guy who fucking ditched us didn't make it in he might be biased now actually i don't know if I didn't realize it was connected to him. I didn't read it. They interviewed him, and uh, they asked him his top five gaming podcasts, and we were number five. Uh, Nave, did you do a Twitter? Uh, Yes. And it was, what is your favorite race? There's another, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which race is the superior race? Yeah. We're on, speaking of (laughs) superior races, uh, remember 64 put out an episode, episode 27 on Majora's Mask, and we got featured in it. We were, we were we had a little blurb about a five to ten minute part where we fucking completely derailed the episode, Philip, because the episode was pretty serious until we showed up and just started talking about what the fuck do you remember what we were talking about? We started talking about dreams, my nightmares about how the sun explodes and stuff. We're supposed to be talking about the Majora's Mask. 
I don't remember. Well, I mean, our prompt was pretty loose. It was like, hey, we need five minutes about Majora's Mask. And we gave him about two minutes about Majora's Mask and then three minutes of us just talking about whatever. Yeah, like Ben drowned in creepy bosses, which, oh, dude, there's a fucking Doom wad, dude. Have you seen this shit? Doom it's called wad? My House. Yeah, wad. That's like what the the maps the are called. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what the what it stands for. But uh, I actually think it's the file type, like dot .wad. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, for the fan-made levels. Um, so there's levels. a new one called My My House or something like that, and it's supposed to be like he's like, oh my my uh my best friend from high school died, and I went to the house, and his mom gave me these floppy disks, and on these floppy disks, there's a bunch of like wads, and this one specifically was his own house recreated. So I'm gonna like sp- splice it, spruce it up splice it together or whatever and put it out there for you guys to play in honor of my friend and he put like an obituary and stuff like that so i was like oh this shit looks legit and then like you play the wad and like it's really cool like it's like you clear the house because it's got demons in it and then you leave and then when you look in back in the house there's more demons and every time you keep like going through the house it like changes a little bit it's really fucking cool go look up playthroughs um some ordinary gamer uh old based muda uh, he has a pretty good synopsis of it where he talks about the different endings. There's like endings and lore in the fucking wads and stuff like that. It's really interesting and cool, but there are actually like extended plays where like people are playing for like two hours. Like, you know, you're seeing their real time, like thought processes as they're going through and it's a really advanced wad apparently. So it's really cool. And it's all, right. it's all spooky. Yeah. You gave me chills just with the initial description, like any, any stuff like, Oh, and this was a game boy that, belong to a guy that died in a car accident i'm like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) slow down like you tell me this is gonna be a a ghostly cursed game boy because he was playing yoshi world or whatever yeah yoshi's Yoshi's... holy world on game boy advance sp yeah yeah and now it's like you load up his save file and he named himself ass 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 (laughs) 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 oh man i'm spooked i can't i can't do this it's so cool back whenever you would like go to GameStop and get a Pokemon cartridge and see like people nicknaming their Pokemon though, and you're just like flipping through them, like trying to put your own lore into that. And right before yeah. you eradicate the save from history, <laughs> but of course, you got to check and see what they got on there. Usually, it's nothing. Um, what was I supposed to be doing? The Twitter, the Twitter, yeah. I am so All deep right. on Twitter right now, I'm, I've been scrolling for quite a while now. I've yeah, we were waiting for Aaron. You're scrolling the internet, sharing dumb videos to each other. Videos about people doing pro pranks, such as setting off fireworks on public transportation, or yeah. going trying to catch public transportation and running into street signs. Yeah, there's this one where this these guys roll a really big rock down a hill, and it destroys, it fucking obliterates a tree, which is like, what, I, it might be what happened to Aaron's power lines. He right. sent me a picture, Philip. Yeah, he sent me a picture. Wait, can I copy paste this picture? Uh, maybe in Discord. And oh, now let me do work. a image search on Google to see where he got this picture from. <laughs> oh my god! If we catch Aaron lying to us live on fucking broadcast, oh Aaron, your ass is mine. Aaron, your ass is mine. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you see it? Or we were playing Batman Detective. <laughs> <in this photo. laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I see the <laughs> messed up. Yeah, there's definitely a tree and some power lines. I don't know why <laughs> we bothered to go through that that exercise in uh, examining know. the evidence. 
But you win well, this I time, I was talking Aaron. about something. Oh, you I was flutters. talking about the rock okay. hitting the fucking tree. Oh, yeah. That's what we were talking about. That was a funny video. The, go- the, the, the Google, the Twitter. All right, fuck, dude. Stop distracting me. All right, so I wrote some shit. Nobody replied, so the shit doesn't matter. But the poll, the poll exists. The poll exists for us to analyze. We got 10 <laughs> votes. And I said, what is your preferred route to victory? I phoned it in again. Um, domination, science, culture, cultural, or religion. Philip, which one do you think got the least amount of votes? Okay. Nobody cares about religion. It was kind of tacked on to Civ Five. No one's going to really worry about spreading peanut butter across the world or whatever. Uh, so I don't think that one's going to win it. And domination, while it sounds cool, is actually the most obnoxious way to play the game. So I think people are really going to be in the science victory. Are you fucking looking at the? Are you looking at the tweet right now? No, that's just what I would vote for. All right. So fourth place religion, zero percent. Third place domination, twenty percent. <laughs> Second place cultural, thirty percent. With cultural, I think domination's easier than culture. I think really? culture Culture's is hard. the hardest one. Yeah, you have to get more tourism than every other fucking country. Well, it's not combined. Bad if you get a lot of like great works and wonders. I really think I was I was I was gonna go for a cultural victory, but I'm pretty sure I was closer to science. Science is by far, I think, the easiest one to do because you it literally just means tur- like just turtle and like just try and keep stay alive for as long as you can. The the AI usually like turns on you whenever you start getting so far in, in science. You know what I mean? Oh, they do. They, they start going full warmonger. Anyway, all right. So I think we need to take a break so we can go right into it. But this is Civ Six. Developed by Fire Axis, who does Civilization. Published by 2K Games, that does Civilization. Uh, released back in 2016. This game's a little bit of an oldie. They're still getting content, though. Yeah. I, think, I think it was a few months ago that they just released more more like civs that you could play. Which, interesting thing, with the DLC, it has, I think, three DLCs at this point. In the latest one, where it says Sid Meier's, and it has like the apostrophe S... They changed. They either changed the font, or instead of having just the apostrophe, it's just like a a single line now. So it, it looks just like it's a straight line, whereas the rest of them have the curve in the font. So everyone's like, the series is dead. Like, you is know, this interesting? Where are you finding this information from? Reddit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I found it on Reddit. Of course, of course, it was Reddit. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna look for that. Uh, story description. <laughs> Civ 6 is the newest installment in the award-winning Civilization franchise. Expand your empire, advance your culture, and go head-to-head against history's greatest leaders. Will your civilization stand the test of time? Question mark. $60 Steam Store, but currently $6 on sale. It's on sale for $6. That's like 90% off. Hell yeah, you guys go back in time whenever this episode airs, and it's probably not yeah, on I'm sale sure anymore. Yeah, I'm sure not going to be uh, but Epic Store gave this away at one point. I don't remember when, but I think I might own this. Oh, really? Already. It's on yeah. Game Pass, but I think this game goes on sale regularly, like the base edition. I think I own I own two of the three big expansions of this game, which like change physically change the rules of the game. It's really cool. I think one adds like uh, disasters and stuff, and the other one adds yeah, like 
Oh, it's it's really fucking cool. I, I we tried to play one of the DLCs just out of curiosity, and it wouldn't let Philip progress. So I Philip had to host the lobby because I didn't because it like when you set the game up, it's so there's so many fucking words. I don't know what the fuck's going on. My eyes just glaze there's over so much. Yeah. Uh, so history or preconceptions with the series? Uh, I played the crap out of Civ Five. I should have counted my hours on it, but it's probably one of my most played games and Civilization Revolution. So. You know, I'm a big Civ fan. I say big Civ fan. I'm a big new Civ fan because I was a baby when the original ones came out back on, I don't know, the Amiga com- computer or whatever. I don't oh, know yeah. what the original was on. But on. I really I wanna... enjoyed 5 and Revolution. I want to go look at it. Hold on. What, original Civ? Or your, yeah. your time in Civ? Our time in Civ 5. Yeah, I'm going to go look while you're talking. Okay. So that was basically my experience. This newest one, we dropped in, and I was even like kind of a goof and knave, where I was like, oh, you know, like, let's get in here. You know, you can start playing and start getting a feel for a knave. I didn't realize knave already had 50 hours in the game of Civ 6. And so I only have eight hours at this point because me and knave played for one night, and then I played another day on my own where I went on vacation. And it looks like knave is now putting in the hours for Civ 5 which yep. I have 114 hours in Civ 5, and Nave has 97. So we, we play like the this. crap out of these. Yeah, this is this is a game we actually really enjoy playing. Yeah, it's a shame that we didn't get to play any more of it. It's kind of funny. We've talked about Civ as a franchise multiple times in the history of the pod. I think like episode one, we talked about it. Yeah, because we're like when we're like discussing what a co-op game is. Um, yeah. I think. I don't know. I, this is one of those kind of evergreen kind of games, too. But it's like we've always had Civ Six in our back pocket. Like, we're like, yeah. we know this is going to be a slam dunk. We're going to love this game. Um, and the way that we played this game was uh, pretty cooperative. Like, we played in a tiny world because we knew Philip was going on vacation. We didn't have too much time. And so we played a tiny world with four Civs, me, Philip, two computers, and... Me and Philip were basically teaming up, and then the two computers were just kind of doing whatever they wanted. Which what ended up happening was me and Philip were at war with the one of the two computers at all times. We were like separated, like yeah. by the computers. So I was at war with one, which was beating my ass. But meanwhile, Nave was wrecking this other guy that he was yeah. at war with. So here's the thing: I was doing a culture thing, like I I preluded earlier, and I'm pretty sure that's how you get the city state emissaries or whatever. Those, like, people that you send to the city-states so that you control yeah. them. Um, so I controlled, like, all of the city-states on my half of the globe. And whenever the guy that – whenever the other civilization that was next to me declared war on me because I was built I – was, I was literally, like, putting cities next to his place just to take up space on this tiny little continent that we had um, – he ended up being in war with all the city-states, and then I had no military, but every city-state just started beating him to death. And I was just like, oh, this is great. And he kept trying to make peace with me and try to give me cities and stuff. I was like, no, dude. No, you're fucked. You're dead, dude. Fuck you. And I, I'm not going to build anything. I'm going to build a couple of gunmen that just chill in my cities that are on your border, and then I'm just going to continue to build the Mona Lisa and shit. Yeah, you're doing great on the culture on that one. Meanwhile, I had no clue what I was doing. It was incredibly inefficient, and my neighbor had guns, and I still had crossbowmen. So they were like, oh, he had like mechanized infantry at one point, or like 
a troop transport that just drove up <laughs> in my place. And I'm like, oh my God. Meanwhile, I have I have cannons at this point. And he just like one shots my cannons. And I'm like, ooh, Dave, this is not going well over here. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. And then we just ended up in Operation Get Philip Some Money. <laughs> Like, and so I just started, like, sending all of my trade routes that way, and, like, I, I was, like, negotiating with you. Which, by the way, the entirety of this fucking game, until maybe the last, like, 20 turns, I completely, I never checked my notifications. Like, I just fucking forgot they existed. And so I, we had a timer, and I was constantly running out of time. The whole game, I was, like, running out of time. I had, like, 15 cities. Like, I was procreating, dude. Yeah, uh, which, well, even though... Uh... Before we get too far away from it, even though I was getting slapped by this guy, I was so wealthy, I guess, because I had a crap ton of gold from you always trading with me. I was able to continuously assault one of his cities, and I was wrecking his one city so bad that, no, I wasn't even wrecking it. Like, it was barely getting chipped. I was doing, like, 1% damage each round <laughs> on it, and then he was massacring, like, my guys with his mechanized infantry inside the city he just shoots my crossbowmen from the city i'm like oh my god we're getting slapped and then out of nowhere he offers me peace and i'm like oh, yeah let's do peace and then he's like i will give you this city that you've been sieging this whole time and i'm like what no way let me check the map i check the map and i'm like yep that's the city i'm sieging i then went back into the deal and he's like hold on hold on and he changed the deal on me and he said what if, <laughs> what if we just call it even and i'm like okay i guess we can just call it even but because the deal disappeared and I was so mad because I'm like, I just spent the last 20 turns, like the last hundred years of my nation's history has been at war for this one frontier city that I couldn't even get at the end. I was very angry. Dude, there was this small city in like wedged in between city states on my side that almost fell to the fucking city states. Like, I don't know what happens when that happens. I They stopped fighting it suddenly, so I didn't ever get to see it. They it got, like, halfway dead, and then they just stopped fighting it. And I was like, dude, I, I should have had people over there. I didn't even think that that was possible, that they would lose that badly. I like that we just formed a new city-state. Like, all of a sudden, it's Athens 2.0 pops up. Which, by the way, do you remember what's, what societies we were? Because I, I think I was, like, I... Arabs or something like that. I think I might have known. No, it wasn't Egypt. I don't remember who I was, but it didn't important. benefit me, whoever I was. I was not using my bonuses well. I, I wonder what the tier list for civilizations are. I wonder how many of the S-tier civs are, like, DLC characters, you know? I don't know. All right, so I, we we kind of jumped right into, like, our experience with it. But if, dear listener, no, if you haven't played a civ game, it is basically like, what if we made a complex video game board game and that's the whole game like it's all yeah. tile based we take turns we're moving things around the board that's the giant world but it's got video game elements in it such as like fog of war uh resources that you're gaining and it's like a lot of resources like thousands of science points that you're generating to the decimal point each turn like yeah. there's it's no like... way you could keep this on a board game easily yeah, it's like, what if Risk was also 12 other board games at the same time? Yeah, I mean, there is some minor dice rolling whenever you, like, attack. But besides that, there's not a lot of luck in this game. I got I fucked by only... luck. I, I, had a, I had It was like a decisive victory, and then I lost. And I was like, what? <laughs> I fucking, what? 
It was like one lonely gunman against like four spearmen, and it was like decisive victory, and they killed my dude. I'm like, all right, well, should have thought that one through. Yeah, and so we start out in caveman days, pretty much, or like prehistoric days. Um, I don't what do you know what they call the uh, the timeline? It's like dark what, ages. The, I don't know. Is it? I'm. T- I, I, I get really mixed up with fucking uh, Age of Empires when it comes to that kind of thing. The eras. Oh yeah. And so we advance through the years, eventually reaching the uh, like post future era or modern, post modern, future era maybe, like where um, we're like there's like spaceships and stuff. But uh, the Jetsons. The big issue is whenever you're in the ancient era, there's barbarians that just run around. They will mess you up, and I was getting messed up by these barbarians. But Nave was actually getting messed up by them way more than I was. Oh yeah, there was like four barbarian encampments around me, and by the grace of God, the fucking the city states came to my rescue. Like I, I was like, I was at total war for the first like ten percent of this game. game. Yeah. It was it was terrible. I had to spend most of the game just building a warrior to run out there and die in two turns, and then building, and then the rest of the time I'm building another warrior. And the whole time I'm like, dude, I am gonna build so many cities. I'm so far behind, and then I did. Yeah, like I don't know how you got so far ahead after getting hamstrung for the first like twenty turns of the game. It was like you spent twenty turns doing nothing, and I still fell behind. Um, so one thing that ended up happening, so there were strokes of luck where I eventually, whenever the barbarians started settling down, I started building settlers. I bought a settler right away, I think, which was all of my gold. And then I went out and there, so I think this, the, the, the civilization next to me lost settlers to those barbarians, but the settlers were just chilling in the fucking overworld. And I just went and got them with a scout. And so I was like, okay, I've, oh my God, I have, I have two settlers. Like, what What do I do? And I was building a third settler. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have four fucking cities suddenly. And the, like, usually in these games, your first city is probably going to be your biggest one because the game, like, balances that. So it makes everyone kind of ha- generally have a really good city, no spawning point, no matter what, unless you make the rules differently. And I, and but, like, my second city was garbage, and it was, like, level 5 by the time that we ended the game, and it and all of my cities were, like, level 10 or 11. But the third city, the one that I stole from the Barbarians, that one ended up being my primary city, where almost all of my, like, one wonders were getting built, because it's where all the production was going into. And that's probably what really accelerated me. That, and on top of me forming an alliance with all of the city-states around me. But that's... Probably just because I have 90 hours in this fucking game. And I knew I needed to do that. I know I got dunked on by you at one point where I'm trying to coordinate with you. And I'm like, 10 turns into building the Hanging Gardens. <laughs> the wonder. And I'm like, hey, no, don't build the Hanging Gardens. I'm building it. And you're like, oh, I'm one turn away. And then the next turn rolls around. And <laughs> my half-constructed Hanging Gardens self-destructs on my map. And I just watch it fall to pieces. And <laughs> Oh my god. I spent 10 turns doing nothing. That happened another time where you're like, Nave, don't build the... What did, What was it? The fucking... It was like uh, it was like the Kremlin or like the the Kremlant or something. It was, it was a wonder. I didn't even know what it was. I'm like, it looks like a brown castle. And you're like, I'm one turn away from finishing that. And I'm like, oh my <laughs> god. 
Yeah, I was knocking those wonders out. I was going for culture, but I'm pretty sure I was going to science it anyways, so it didn't matter. Now, we played that game, and we didn't even really finish it, but it was pretty clear that Nave, no matter what, was going to win it. Because uh, the nation next to me, meanwhile, they were ahead of me, but they were nowhere near Nave's technology technology or culture, any anything like that. And Nave was basically was dominating half the world after wrecking that other guy so much that it it was a clear victory pretty much we didn't finish oh it. and i had like five spies in that name that guy that i was at war with i had like five spies over there and i was stealing everything like i was i was all this fucking tech was mine like I, it was so bad if the game would have went on i was gonna set my sights on that other guy too because i think that guy technically was making more science than me it's just that i was like me prioritizing like anything that got me towards rocket fuel or like something that would help me with culture, obviously like mass communication or something like that. Yeah. But so we left at that. I went back the next day and played for another like four hours just on my own. I did like the, the huge world uh, what's like earth, real earth or whatever, where it has like all the continents are shaped like earth continents. And I played as Africa, and I, or not Africa. I played as Egypt. I even started in Africa, and I'm like, look at all these desert tiles to give me these bonuses. And so I went like full science, and I'm like, this is awesome. I'm, I'm going to kick some butt. Meanwhile, Gandhi's getting mad because uh, we just keep building next to each other, and then him and this other guy got real mad, and then another guy shows up, and he's like, hey man, you don't have much of a navy. You suck, and he spits on me. And denounces me. I'm like, why does why does everyone hate me? And I built like one boat, and some random Viking dude that I, I never even encountered was like, I really like the look of your navy. I like the cut of your jib. And I'm like, thanks, man. You're like my only friend. And then next thing I know, um, our neighbors declared war on me after denouncing me and just swooped in and ran me over. And I could not prevent them from taking my cities. I was very sad. So I lost a single player game. You got to start like diplomatizing with with people like afterwards, like because I think you can talk to them and be like, hey, how do you feel about the French? They're like, we spit on the French here. And then they're like, oh, what a coincidence. How about I give you some of this if you declare joint war with me over there? And usually they don't declare joint war, but they'll denounce people sometimes, which usually turns into war with the computers. They really hate that shit. Well, while they're at war with me, um, Gandhi was really pissing people off. And so, like, the world declared war on Gandhi. And it's funny because, like, Gandhi's, like, war, the Gandhi. <laughs> Gandhi's the meme character that, like, uh, it, I think it was the first game. Like, he has the notable bug of um, he has, was, like, aggression level one. It was zero. It was zero? Yeah. So he, was, he would just never lead to war. But if another nation had diplomacy or something like that, a nation that, or not, no, not diplomacy. What was it? Oh, democracy. It was. It would like reduce in a non-democratic nation by like negative two on the aggression scale or something like that to make them less aggressive. But because Gandhi was already at zero, it made him like a negative two, which made him the most aggressive. Like it like horseshoed <laughs> back around the other side. And so this became like the the notable glitch where Gandhi was like the biggest asshole in the first couple games or something like that. Classic is that a glitch Gandhi. or is it human nature oh my god no like <laughs> watch out for ai everyone if it can happen to gandhi it can happen to chat gpt 
there's this AI VTuber. Have you seen? Have you seen it? It's like Neuro. No. Who's backing him? Or is it just like an independent thing? It's like, a, I think it's independent. I think it's just somebody, you know, with an algorithm and yada yada, voice voice to text modulator and stuff. Yeah. And uh, like, they have karaoke nights. I, I don't watch it because it seems sad, like, and boring because it's usually just like saying random shit. You know what I mean? But uh, they people clip it, and put that shit up on YouTube, and some of that shit's pretty funny. And they had a karaoke night where they where they made her sing "Rap God" by Eminem, <laughs> and of I was course. like, "She's doing it! She's doing it!" I was so impressed because I think they tried to do it again, and it would get fucked because it's she's not just saying it; it's like she knows the somehow they got the pitch in there too. I don't know how how they're fucking doing anything, but I mean that's pretty cool. If you want to see a not cool version of AI, uh, I forgot what it was called, but there's a Reddit that's just fake Reddit, where it's nothing but like 500 AI bots, all as users, and they, they're the only ones allowed to post in this subreddit, and they just pretend to be Redditors, and so they make a post and photos and generate and stuff like that, and they comment on each other's stuff, and they each have their own personalities. Oh, I wish I knew the name of it. But it it just it's stupid because half of them are just saying nonsense. But it looks like like uh, you know like in the movies where like the hackers are just like have like the green text. It looks like they're like typing a bunch of stuff. It looks like uh, I don't know a Reddit page when it's just madness. Do you think that uh, out of all the random shit that they've said, do you think that any of them's brought up civilization? I don't know. Maybe. Because we were looking through like, the Reddit before, and we were just kind of disappointed. It was just a bunch of memes. Yeah, it's not about memes. Just, oh, this guy's playing. He brought his laptop to the gym, and he's on the treadmill playing Civ or something like that. Or here's a guy, like, it's my college professor, and I can see that he has Civ all tabbed in the background uh, while, while he's teaching the class. Because people like Civ. And they I mean, just can't Civ's stop playing. It's a perfect game to fucking. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to put down because it's like. It waits for you to play it, but also it's like that one more turn kind of thing. It's a disgusting game for one more turn. The one more turn. Yeah. It's It's like you could win the game and it can be like, do you just want to keep playing? I know you won, but do you want to keep playing some more? You know, well, now that you say it like that, I don't know. Yeah, let's keep playing. I guess we could go to Mars. Fuck it. We don't really have a lot of notes on this one, but I got a lot of Steam reviews that I feel like could raise some good points, some good discussion points. Okay, this first one is from Hank Hell, who has written one review out of his 151 uh, objects he owns. He has 1,017 hours in this game. He posted, I've gone to therapy multiple times to try and break this addiction. I've relapsed approximately seven times. Brittany, if you're reading this, can I please give visitation with the kids? (laughs) This is posted 18 days ago. Yes, this is very recent. But this is also like the top rated review out of like all those reviews. Like everything this is so recent, but people just upvoted this thing all the way up. Yeah, he's since played 17 more hours of the game. So <laughs> he's back in it, baby. Man, that, that's the point that was like, I, when I was playing by myself, I felt it. Like I'm like, I could keep playing this. The problem is, is like, I'm... I'm already committed, you know, like I have so many other games I want to play, but you, if, if this was the only game I had to play for like a year, 
I could play this game and probably still be happy. It's like <laughs> if you have a desert island game or something like the reference desert island games, this could be a desert island game for me and I could play the crap out of it. I could play this for rock thousand band. hours. It could like I could play the crap out of this. Am I going to play the crap out of this? Well, we'll have to get in the final words. But I think Hank Hill raises a lot of point raises a lot of good uh, points there with that one. Did he raise any points? Just that it's really addictive. All right, this one's by Ali. Seven reviews, yada yada. Hundred hours at the review time. Hundred eighty six now, but this was two years ago, three years ago. I don't know how to count. And it says <laughs> they still uh, they still haven't added Austria, but that's fine. It's not like I'm entirely dependent on Austria for happiness or anything. Good game, aside from the absence of Austria. It's really weird because my name is Austin, so it makes me want to say that. But it would be nice if they added Austria, but I don't really care or anything like that. It's just that I thought it might help the game. I don't need Austria. I'm fine. Dave, do you have a favorite race in the game or nation? Uh, Japan. Japan? I was going to say no, but yeah, I would like to play Japan almost every game. But that's just because... What's what's their bonus? I have no idea. They look cool. You just like them thematically. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you play you play Japan in Age of Empires, you get like samurai. So I'm sure you get like you know mid game uh, melee units. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe you get like zero fighters or something. Like in the... <laughs> I don't know if they put that in the game. I don't know if that's what they want. Like I mean, there was a World War Two was a big thing. You know, there was a lot going on. Are you sure it was a big thing? I haven't heard too much about it recently. Oh my god! Like there was that whole Midway situation and. Uh... Oh, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> There's a lot going on. What is the What is the gaming pr- publisher Midway now defunct have anything to do with what we're talking about? No, like Midway, that was, that was like a a big battle, right? Where like Japan was like whooping the U.S., but then the U.S. just happened to find them refueling or something like that, just out in one of their like air bases on one of the islands. Like I don't remember the exact details. But the U.S. just, like, bombed them, like, bombed the crap out of them before they even took off. And it was, like, a terrible defeat for the Japanese. Isn't that, like, a video game? Like, Battle Stations Midway on the Xbox 360? I'm pretty sure. I think so. They get Samurai. I was right. And also the Infrastructure Electronics Factory. Okay, so the Battle of Midway was a World War II naval battle, fought mostly with aircraft, where the United States destroyed Japanese first-line carrier strength and most of its trained naval pilots. Hmm. I was correct. Midway Games is defunct. Oh, my God. 12 years ago. We're discussing different points. (laughs) (laughs) That's not edited. That one we fucking seesawed back and forth between all of that. (laughs) We're fucking idiots. It's your turn to read. Oh, I'm just what are you reading about, about Midway? Midway? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Why did the Japanese lose in Midway? The Japanese naval staff fell prey to every one of Janice's deadly sins of organized decision making. Who's Janice? I don't know. Groupthink and doublethink prevailed, absent a skeptic contrast to assumptions underlying the war games. Holy fuck. What, what is the. Who wrote this? <laughs> it's from nationalinterest.org. Mmm. We're about to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I don't want to back up whatever that website is. But I'll read the next one. Uh, This one's from Hell Razor, another Hell, who only has written one review on his whole Steam account. A fucking 
maybe it's a pattern, you know? Hell, can't write. I don't maybe. know what I'm trying to say. He has 765 hours on record with a recommend. By the way, these are all recommends. I cannot, this game is very well recommended. There's like no one that doesn't like this game. Uh, he says, great way to time travel. You start playing on Friday, and after one more turn, it's Sunday. Yeah, it's like uh, waiting in fucking Fallout. <laughs> yeah, you just sit down, and it's already, oh, we're here. Yeah, um, the game goes by fast. And you were talking about how like the game waits for you to take your turn. Whenever I was playing this, like I was, you still had it running in the background. And so like I was home with Arthur, just pl- you know playing with him and stuff. I would grab the controller, I would do my turn. I would end it, and then I would go back to playing with Arthur or whatever. And because he's, you know, an infant, he just kind of like bangs cups together. So I just got to make sure he's not banging them too hard. Glass like cups. That. Yeah, no glass cups. Uh, no sticking things in power outlets type of deal. So while I'm, you know, watching him, make sure he's not doing anything crazy. Like, I'm just playing this, and time goes by pretty quickly. Yeah, this is a really good podcast game, too. Oh, yeah, it is. like music game. It's- Listen to a lot of Dungeons and Daddies while I was playing. Alright, next one. Virgin Boy. 415 hours on record. Very good game. Sadly, it helps you remain a virgin. He also had one review, by the way. I don't know if you said <laughs> that part. <laughs> Only one review. Yep. Unlike uh, this next one. Oh, this one? Alright. From Glimbo the Goblin. Whoa. <laughs> Great name. The uh, Glimbo. 30, yeah, the Glimbo. 37 hours on record. Recommend. Says, landed on Mars as the communist Jewish Aztecs in 1955. <laughs> we historically accurate. Yeah, this game is, in fact, not historically accurate. But that's fine. It's kind of fun. It's like an alternate history take on it, you know? You can be communist Jewish Aztecs and land on Mars. Yeah, or like, you know, invent gunpowder weaponry before you know the wheel. <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah, like while I was scrolling Reddit, looking for anybody to have any insane thoughts about this game, there was none. Uh, people would highlight like, oh, I'm developing future technologies, but I, or no, it was like, I d- discovered nuclear weaponry, but I still haven't discovered military tactics. So I have not unlocked spears yet, but we have nuclear weapons based on how... <laughs> I don't know. You can do some really goofy stuff with the tech tree. I don't know. I just like a game that has like this set rules and like they're just like, okay, we trust you, player. Go do the thing. It's like Tears of the Kingdom's kind of like that. Where it's like, oh, just here's the rules and just go have fun. Go yeah, figure go, it go out. Play around. Have a See good how time. things interact. Now, we, we kind of brush past like the actual like co op experience of this a little bit. So, like, when we were playing co-op, there was not much we were really doing to interact with each other. But I feel like we have such a small data set that we would have to play more games to really identify how cooperative this is. Nave, how much have you played with like actual, I don't know, other humans in this game? Or do you I've mostly played, play? I always play this alone, but I've played one game with uh, Dontre and uh, Jesse. And I was doing so much better. It's always that problem where it's like they see how I'm doing because we were playing hot seat and they were just like, all right, we're done. You're going to win, dude. Oh, and dude, I was like, no, like thing. I promise. 
Well, I promise I I'll know. save you for last. Uh, I can just there. There is a way to set up teams. I just can't remember. It's on the fucking menu when you start the game, but I. It's like I think so. Here's the thing. All right. In order to set up teams, I think you need a specific like tech unlocked, and I think you need a specific like building or whatever. And then I and then you can set up teams. So I think the reason why it's in the menu is because before you set up the game, you can choose what era you start in. You know what I mean? So if yeah. you start in an era where you have that kind of communication, then you can like become teammates or whatever. You can become allies in the game like whenever you find each other, which me and Philip didn't find each other until after I was shooting people with guns. And Philip was getting shot with guns. Yeah, Philip did not in fact classic. have guns. Yeah. It took his it took his little boat like ten years to get across that ocean. <laughs> no, more than that. In game it took him three hundred years to cross the ocean. <laughs> I don't know. It's not like Age of Empires where you just go, we're blue, you guys are red, and then that's the thing. So I, I, at least I couldn't figure that out, like, right away. So we just kind of, because it was like, again, it's like, okay, I'm just going to know not to shoot you. That's all I have to do. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Like, I'm the Welshman or something. I don't even remember what I was. Yeah, I don't know either. I wish we'd fucking wrote it down somewhere. Yeah, but, uh, with that, I don't think I have any more meat points. I mean, everyone, it's this game's fucking really, really, really good. So I mean, like, it's it's fucking crack, and it's scary because I was sitting there wondering if I was going to start playing it again, and I knew it's like, okay, I've got to, I've got to start playing Torak. I need to refresh myself with Cult of the Lamb, and it's like I've got like these other like obligations. I'm like I can't get fucking, and I'm already obligated to Cookie Clicker right now. And it's like I'm, <laughs> you're obligated to Cookie Clicker. It's run. I've been playing it this whole fucking episode. I've been playing that fucking game. It's like I, I, I uh, this game is is crack cocaine almost. Where you think what what is it that makes this game hook you so hard? Not I think it's that boy too hard you're you're so involved with so many different things it like it's a it's an organizational kind of thing but it's also like an exploratory kind of thing and it's procedural so it's like uh, procedural procedural it's procedural so like it's it, it's always ever shifting and changing and there's so many different like nuanced little things that are happening around like what you're doing that interact with your stuff in a specific way like there's an expansionist mentality to it that like tickles a part of your brain it's like it's got it touches so many different nerves simultaneously you know what i'm saying and then the fact that the game waits on you and also it's like there is a set limit like there's i mean there's a set like end point which makes it to like you can see the next endpoint, that next inch. You know what I mean? Like that next yeah. increment that you can go. Then like I can do another one. It's not that late, kind of fucking. You know, yeah, it's like I don't know. What it's it's no. it's intense for people like I me. I think you you hit the nail on it. Like this game, you think oh, it's like a super complex board game. I'm a big dumb dumb. This game will hold your hand and tell you exactly what you need to do. This isn't like Magic the Gathering where it's like. Oh, we're playing competitive or something like that. And you're like, oh, I didn't forget. I forgot to activate my token on my upkeep. So now I don't get a 1 1 rose thorn, whatever bullshit. And I'm going to be like, well, I'll, I'll let you go back in time and do this. No, the game will be like, hey, man, the city states, like, you got a new emissary. You should send it to the city states. And you're like, you're right. I should send it to the city states. It's like, hey, man, you finish your technology, pick a new one. And you're like, oh, you're right. Thank you. Yeah, like, well, hey, the good the good thing about it on console is that there's a dedicated button 
to this is what's on the on the agenda. It's like yeah. there's and then it like kind of almost prioritizes stuff too. You know what I mean? Because like science is of course number one. Getting tired. It's so late. By the way, we're recording at like ten o'clock at night. This is like our, one yeah. of our latest episodes. I'm fucking tired too. I'm running out of steam. But like, yeah, like it'll be like science, culture, government, uh, Susan training with the the city states or whatever. Yeah, and then it's the lonely fucking spearman out in the fucking wilderness <laughs> that he forgot about. Yeah, the one that's been fighting barbarians for twenty years. <laughs> He comes oh, man, back and you have airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what has happened? Always a great goof. And the ancient era stuff starts clashing with modern eras. And it's I funny, mean, too, but... because you can, like, upgrade your troops. So it's like you got the bowmen. You can upgrade them to the riflemen. And it's like, here. You can just give them a gun. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this? And they just are good would... with it. Mine was um I forgot what it was, but my my naval was like pretty pretty advanced, like as far as my technology wise. So I had like pirates or pirate privateers, and then I advanced yeah. into the next age, and I was able to convert all my privateers into submarines. And so I had submarines with my crossbowmen, with you know with my cannons. So maybe I just went down a, a poor tech tree, but uh, my submarines were out there pillaging like they were wrecking people and they're the submarines count as range troops too so they can hit people on land but they still fire torpedoes even though they're on land so it, yeah. it like launches through the ground and hits them which i'm like damn that's metal as hell do you there i I just had a thought like do you want to talk about like the differences between this and civ 5 and civ revolution which is probably the three games we have the most pro- because the main thing I th- I was thinking of when you were talking about that was how cool it is that how you make roads in this game compared to the other games. Oh, yeah, there are quite a few differences that we could hit on. Uh, I think the biggest ones we don't want to go. I don't think we need to go super in depth with this because yeah. maybe we'll do an episode on Civ Five someday. But um, the big thing I saw was like builders ex- expire after like three uses. You But cities can build districts in their zones. Opposed yeah. to just uh, buildings, I guess. Yeah. Or, I don't know, because like you needed builders to build most of the tile-based, like exploiters, I guess. Like you yeah, needed well, to build the mines or the farms with the. And builders. it's like the districts were because like before you would build like the academy and like the fucking the brothel, whatever the fuck you're building. I can't remember any of them, but like you, but now you build the district for science and that's where the university goes. And so like, and then you do that with the market and with all the other things. And that makes like different cities kind of specialized a little bit where like you, you know, the workers go away, but before like in Civ revolution and Civ uh, five, you use the workers to build the roads. Like you yeah. specifically go to the town. You're like, put a road here. And now in the game, you use traders to build roads. Like you sending a trader out between one of your cities to the other one is what builds the road, which makes sense when you think it's about it. Like historically, much better. It's, it's so much better flavorful. Yeah, it's so good. Like that's probably the it, coolest thing I can think of like, off the top of my head. They do better once they like once they set up a trade point in a city. They will make more money in that city too. So if like you yeah. keep sending them to the same place, and it's also faster because there's a roads there's a road there now. So, I don't know. It is a lot more interesting because before you could build caravans 
in Revelation and five or Revelations, uh, Revolution. But <laughs> they were mostly just like quick cash grabs. They're like investments pretty much. Uh, let's see. And other major differences, uh, religion doesn't seem as much of, of as a feature because it was a whole DLC in five. And it was like pretty strong. At least I thought it was pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, and this one it does not seem as strong. I've never tried it before, but like, yeah, religion's a really cool thing, like a cool way to like think about playing the game. But I've never actually like committed to it. It's similar to the cultural thing where I always end up with science, anyways. Or like I'll get into a war with somebody and I'll end up with such a huge military that I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just killing everyone now. Fuck it, I'm a warmonger. Yeah. Everyone's mad at me anyway. I don't know, and culture seems so cool, too, because um, I really like culture in, I think it was Revolution, where you could take over a city just by being the dominant culture of the area. Yeah. Like, let's say you would just be like, oh, I'm on your side now, just because you you were that, I don't know, your culture was that dominant in the area. Yeah, that influential, that a whole city just converted and switched nations, which that's, that would seem so insane to me, like... Well, I, mean, I no. think that's kind of that happens in history, right? Like before, like modern era and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that's how the Soviet Union or something like that happened, right? Then oh, a lot of the things again. within the Soviet Union, yeah, we're wandering in a territory we don't know anything about. But I think <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of the city states were like that because it's like a lot of the stuff with like you know Estonia and stuff like that. Like they speak Russian and everything, but they're in a different place. But they're still in that area where it used to be Russia. They're just a new country. It's like so weird because we're in America. We have no fucking idea of what that's oh, like. Yeah. Our country because, is only 400 years old. <laughs> yeah. And our country is as big as Europe times five or something like like we got some weird shit going on over here on our own. But it's like. Yeah, I think that's like something that kind of happened. Um, I was just trying to imagine it on our scale or from our reference point. Like imagine we just had a. I don't know, a city next... We have Eagle Pass in Texas. It's right on the border with Mexico. And one day, there's just some banging cultural, I don't know, like burritos that, that were made in Mexico that were so good. What is Eagle that meme Pass, music? What? The meme... One? What, like, like Cucaracha? No, no. <laughs> it's, it's an old meme. I can't remember what it's called. Whatever. And it just converts over and part of... It's now Mexico or something like that. The border shifts. I'd Googled me Mexican music and just loud Mexican music. This is all the videos. <laughs> like, that's not what I wanted. It's something like that. Oh, God. Despacito. You... That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, Despacito. Despacito oh. 3 gets invented, and then suddenly, El, like, El Paso, Texas is fucking Mexico now. Is yeah. Despacito even Mexican? Did I just racism? I don't know. See, that's the problem, too. It's like, um, oh, God, I saw a meme where it was, like, a, a sad little white boy, and it's like, Mommy, the the Puerto Ricans are playing their music really loudly at the beach or something like that. And one of my best bros when I was working on the flight line was like from Puerto Rico, and he even like barely speaks English. And I sent him the meme. I'm like, "Yo, check this out!" And he's like, "Yo, we'd be doing that though." <laughs> yeah, I did do a racism. He is Puerto Rican. This guy, I don't even know what the song sounds like. So, oh well, oh well, good stuff though. All right, are you ready to wrap this up, or do you have any more me points? Are we do, do we, I I thought I, I thought we were in the oh, final, final words, words already. 
All right, skip the break. This is final words. So my, yeah, my final words for this game. It's going to be a hard recommend for me. I really want to play more of this, but I don't think I have the time commitment right now to really sink my teeth into it. Sally, I think I might have to skip six and just wait for seven to come out or something like that in five more years, whenever that one comes out. Or when this, it's already on sale, though. Mm. I don't it's know, on man. Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. It's on sale. Like, like I could even pick up the DLCs. Probably wouldn't be that bad. The DLCs are probably on sale. But just the time it takes to play these games, I don't think I have it in me. And there's so many other games I want to play. Because I know what Civ is like. And I enjoy the, the exercise of doing it. This is what gets me when people play, like, I don't know, like golf or something like that in real life. Like, once you play a course of golf, like, I get that you get better each time or you, like, try to get better and you enjoy doing it. But at some point, you're playing the same game over and over again, you know? Like, at some point with Civ, even though everything is so randomized and it's like a new experience every time, a lot of it is the same bones every time. Oh, what a bold start. I'm going to build an explorer. Oh, bold start. I'm going for pottery next and animal husbandry. Like, yeah, we we do these same steps every time. And I can't do that right now. But I recommend this game to anybody else. It's on Game Pass. Go try it. Uh, I saw whenever I was reading the Reddit reviews, a lot of people were talking about the Switch port is actually not bad on the stinky Switch. Like, this game could be a good oh, Switch that's game. scary. Like, to just, just have it sitting there right in your lap. You could put on any TV show, and you could just do one more turn all day long. That's fine. Right, what about horrifying. you? Um, I know who this game is not for, and that is for people who try to get all the achievements in games. Because, oh my god, these fucking achievements are specific and hard. Um, and, and RNG-based and stuff like that. I'm sure you can, like, force achievements, but the... Game itself is incredible, and I would I'm anti Philip. I think that this is the 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 turn based nature of this game really lends itself to being kind of like a background game at all times, especially having it on a Switch. I was thinking of the opposite because I I I would play this on the on the Xbox and play like Tears of the Kingdom on the Switch or Valhalla, you know, and just kind of when I when my ADHD kind of like is like okay, I don't want to read for like five minutes anymore. Instead of check my phone, just you know finish it finished half of my turn in Civ, and then be like, all right, well, that was good, productive, let's fucking do this thing. And maybe you could use something like this to kind of drag you off of social media for a little bit. You know, I didn't have a phone for 24 hours, so I'm like definitely thinking about uh, how much I didn't give a fuck about Twitter and Instagram. And so I was like, oh, wow, I don't, the only thing I care about is like, I lost my pictures, I'm sad, I wish I uploaded those. But uh, this kind of thing, it's scary for somebody who has that kind of addictive personality, which I do a little bit. I'm still playing Inscription in the background. I just stopped talking about it, um, which everyone needs to play that game as well. I think I got to recommend this, is even if it ends up uh, making you have to go to rehab. That's it. That's the end of it. Okay. Well, for the record, uh, a lot of that you're doing the uh, the low up re- upload rate thing, where you were, I could not understand most of what you're saying. But I think you said a lot of important things that really, uh, 
<laughs> you know, I respect you for your your bold statements. Like a strong cup of coffee really woke me up and made me realize things about this game that I did not think about before. Good work, Nave. I'm checking my internet speed now. Oh, you gotta do a speed test. Yeah. Two hundred ninety-eight download, fifteen point eight upload. Oh, that you're all weird. good. Maybe then. I just got. Maybe I just got. Maybe I just dipped. That's okay. Yeah, just, I just, had a dip. just had a dip. Or maybe it was me. Just needed to know if I needed to scream at dude because I am like the whole time I was sitting in at AT and T. By the way, what getting my new phone? <clears throat> Did I mention I have a new phone, Philip? I yeah. was sitting at AT and T. They also are doing that little. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. Like these phone companies are doing the five G uplink fucking internet kind of thing that's what you're using at your house now and uh every single phone call that came in was talking about their internet and like four of the like eight people that were there talking about their internet and i am dealing i was dealing with the internet problems there and i was like do i bring it up to this guy because he's definitely gonna try and sell this internet to me you know what i mean and i ended up not doing it but i and i was like if i go home and my internet's still fucked oh boy I'm like, well, I'm on the edge because I'm already mad. I'm already mad at Cox. I like them because they had the funny name. And it also, it's the only fucking internet service provider that serviced my apartment complex at the time when I had to get internet. But Which that seems boy. like the biggest scam, you know? Like the only cable one, like we have Spectrum and that's the only cable one we can get on base. It's the only service we get unless we want to do what we're doing and uh, ditch the cable and yeah, it's connect to up. the satellites. Maybe I'm voting for Bernie Sanders this next fucking election just because oh I hate internet service providers that much. <laughs> I don't think, like, I hate him too. I don't know. What does he? I don't know what I'm talking oh about. God. Is he even still alive? I haven't seen <laughs> oh anything about that guy. All right. Nave, what are we playing next week? Uh, I don't know. I tried to think of a joke. So, uh, like, I'm still going to be on vacation for another week. Like, uh, we were here for one of my nephews birthday parties and it got pushed down a couple days so we're gonna stay a couple extra days so we're not gonna really have time to play anything so i thought let's do a mobile game since you got a fancy new million dollar phone so i put out like three games to you i'm like we should play either dragon ball legends it has a built-in co-op mode pretty simple i've been playing talking about this game for years i still i've never uninstalled it yeah i've always had it uh genshin impact which is not something that comes up very often even though it is like one of the most popular games out there today. It's like ranked number six on on uh, Twitch or something like that. People love the crap out of that game. I don't know anything about it, but we should play it at some point because I think it's co-op. The or like, awesome fucking Maxor video on it. I think there's two of them now. Everyone got to go fucking see that. That's the guy that it, made the awesome. Is it funny or educational? It's funny. It's fucking well. It's funny if you know loud and fast cuts is funny. It's the same guy that made that Yakuza Zero Zero synopsis, oh, yeah. and he also made uh the you know the uh, Metal Gear Revengeance the uh the sources I made it the fuck up. That's him. That's his fucking video. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna need a source on that senator. <laughs> That that's meme is from him. That is not an actual. That meme was so good that people started mistaking it for an actual line in the game for a while. It could be a line in the game, though. You know? Yeah, it's such a good game. Uh, what was the third game? Uh, the third one I was thinking is like we could just play some Wild Rift because we've talked we've, we've talked about League of Legends multiple times. I think we've talked about Pokemon Unite, but what what's the crossover between Pokemon Unite and League of Legends? 
Small rift. Yes. Yes. We chose but, Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do Dragon Ball. We can definitely do the others now that Nave has a more advanced phone, but that isn't gonna salami his fingers whenever he moves <laughs> his, his fingers. Have you done any any Dragon Ball yet? Uh yes, and I'm gonna have to say that uh the beginning of this game lit absolute fucking torturous anger in my fucking stomach because it is such dude, a mobile so, game dude it's such a mobile game it has gone worse over the years like we'll definitely talk about it more in the episode but the yeah. amount of newcomer benefits welcome back things oh, it's God. fifth year anniversary don't forget black friday's coming up like all these things are popping up and you're getting tons and tons of currency it used to not be this bad back when there was only like two goku units but yeah. now there's like 17 different goku units each of the different like flavors where we got we got base goku we got goku with his shirt ripped off we got goku with half his shirt ripped off we got goku where he's kaoken times two times three and times ten like it, it just keeps going dude it's it's so bad like you're gonna have to explain this game to me when we first start playing it because i just started skipping everything i didn't i was dude, i'm so done with fucking reading like once you get to like after like level three of like the story mode, I that's, I think it's maybe like level five. It'll give you the ability to just auto battle, where you just hit the button and just plays for you. Yeah, well like, the fighting is interesting. It's just that like it, the the fucking tutorialization of everything, and it's like oh, it's dude. like you got to use the use this use this energy, and now you can level up your character, and here's the skill tree, and now you can use different abilities. You can use these abilities with these little like this different uh like type type of energy, and then you get this kind of energy, and now you can unlock different characters. And now you did you do you have a favorite character? You could put them on there, but only the characters you have unlocked. So fuck you if you like Yamcha, and then it's like it's, it's like it's, there's so many fucking things. I was just skipping everything. I have no idea what the fuck's going on anymore. There's like character yeah. levels, and then there's your level, and then there's a different oh kind of God. level, and then there's like Dude. this third. I'm like, there's a battle. Like, I don't fucking understand. Anything. Dude, there's so many different bullshit that goes into leveling up a character, and they added a new one since I've been gone. I came back, and they had a whole new system just stacked onto it. And I'm like, whew, because I know that they have already previously stacked two other systems onto these characters because they're like. Players are reaching max level. They're not spending money anymore. We need something for the whales to spend money on. Throw another level system on top of it. And then they throw another level system on top of it. And when I saw that, I'm just like, I can't do this. <laughs> since you've but, been gone. Yeah, I know. Since I've been gone, this game has gotten worse. But I uh -huh. definitely want you to uh, at least get some units. Like, just go in there and like, oh, man, I'm going to have to walk you through it probably. Because there's yeah. so much bullshit everywhere. But yeah, but don't worry, I got a like, hundred million zinni now because of the dude, fucking zinni, welcome bonus or whatever the fuck. Zinni's worth nothing these days. Like, yeah, zinni I noticed. The first <laughs> but there's been so much hyperinflation that zinni is nothing. God. Like, you fucking about it. 700 quadrillion zinni is one sensu bean. Which, by the way, dude, I when I bought the fucking, I, I, okay, so I bought those fucking Galaxy Buds or whatever the fuck, and I asked him about it, I was like, would you recommend them? He's like, hey, do you, have you seen Dragon Ball Z? And I was like, yeah, and he's like, yeah, they look like Sensu Beans. And then you're like, <laughs> you want to play Dragon Ball Z video game, now your phone's good? And I, I just realized that he was like, and that's what sold me! I was like, oh yeah, cool, Sensu Beans, whatever, you put them in my cart, I don't give a fuck. You got the beans? Yeah, since you've been a bridge. Okay. <laughs> All right.
but you're going to play some on your own just to get some characters so we can play the yep. co-op mode together and not be generic shitty amnesia saying oh my god shallot yeah whose fucking name is terrible all right <laughs> all right let's end this thanks for joining us this week's co-op partners maybe next time we can all nuke gandhi together or die to barbarians question mark what?